dead man. Rock's not dead, it just smells bad. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Rock's Not Dead, It Just Smells Bad podcast with your host Tom Orton and myself Dan Weaver and we are here with our first guest today, we have Sam, Sam Jenkins. Jenkins, well done, yeah. we, we timed that yeah. really really well, let's <laughs> go that again, 3, 2, well, 1, Sam, Sam Jenkins, Jenkins. Yeah. fantastic, <laughs> been practicing that all day, all day, all yeah. day, how are we Sam, we good? Oh, good man, in good. case we haven't noticed, Sam is from Finding Aurora, because we didn't tell him that in the intro, which we probably should have done, so <laughs> Sam from Finding Aurora, is just, just random dude, this is just yo. going this is already going really, really well. And um, Dan, would you like to tell us what today's topic is on the podcast? Well, our topic for episode three of the podcast is how do you get started in music? Now, Sam, do you have any thoughts on, you know, how you got your start in music? Any advice you'd want to give to people? Well, like, how did you get, get started, start? mainly? Like, what was your um, story? Yeah, like, what, what, what did you do? Did you play in open mics? Did you put videos out, if that was a thing, when you first started? Mm. Or, like, how did you get started? Well, I mean... When I was like, I'd say like 11 or 12 now. Like, I've d- We've never actually spoke about this, have we, before? I don't like, think so. No. Yeah. I think when I was like 11 or 12, um, you know, like every like teenager does, you discover like a band you really like for the first time. And for me, it was Nirvana, you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. I, I would have like, thought you said ACDC, but okay. Mm, I mean, like when I was, I guess, I don't know, that stuff kind of came later on, like a few yeah. years later. Yeah, yeah. But um, I always remember the moment I heard like that band Nirvana for the first time, you know? What was the first song? Uh, it was, I was playing Guitar Hero on, you know, my Xbox or whatever, and it was Guitar Hero 5 or something, and I played, uh, my mate was over, he's like, oh, play uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit, that song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this, like, drum fill and like, the guitars, I was like, oh my god, what is this song? I think everything about it was just so, like, uh, like perfect, and it just sounded like a, a really, you know, sick band. Mm-hmm. And it turns yeah, out, man. oh, they're just, like, one of the biggest bands in history, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Arguably, like, the biggest band of the 90s, you know, so... Um, Massive, that was yeah. it. I heard that song for the first time, and then I remember buying uh, Nevermind and then In Utero and stuff like that on CD. Um, that was after though. I remember I, on my like twelfth birthday, I had a record player. Hmm. Um, you know, I was like, oh, I gotta get some vinyl and stuff, man. It was a really, really like cool thing for me because yeah. I was, you know, this stuff wasn't like brought on to me, so like. For me, it was like, wow. Like you this... stumbled upon it yourself. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, your parents weren't into music and they were like, oh, you should listen to this sort of thing. It was yeah, something yeah. you just totally discovered by yourself and you thought, fuck me, this mm, is great. Yeah. yeah, and it was like, I think as a teenager, when you, it, I think those early years and stuff, you know, when you're like 11 or 12, that really does like define like the next, you know, I guess like your life really. I think so. Who you are, your character. 100%. And then after that, did you start like singing first or guitar first? Um, based guitar, on that? man. Yeah. yeah. hundred. I was awesome. like the quietest like kid in school. Like I had friends. I, I got, you know. I, was, <laughs> I had mates. I, I did have friends, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, and, like, I'm still friends with, with like, you know, a lot of people I went to school with, man. They're super tight. Like they came to our gigs and stuff. Oh, like, class. It's sick, man. Like it's, it's really, really good. But um, I was a super quiet kid in school. So guitar for me was like, mm. you know. Your way of. Yeah, kind of getting yeah. away from like all I could think about, you know, I like lessons off my neighbor and stuff for like a year or two or something. Yeah, and they were like, Who's your neighbor? Um, his name's Brian, man. He's like a 70 year old, like, dude, plays guitar. <laughs> he, he actually Bad played with the Who, um, in like some high school in the 60s or something, oh, that's man. Awesome. And like, so like, he taught me guitar and stuff, and um. Like the first song I ever learned on guitar was REM. Everybody hurts because it's like, oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's that same, it's that same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, you know, you were picking the strings rather than just you know, like, yeah, just right. going for it. So like that yeah. for me. That then like obviously REM was another band, but yeah. like Nirvana it's, sorry, it's, is it's like funny. I'm just imagining you just like playing Everybody Hurts like by yourself in your room, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, a, shy like, like a really out of tune like guitar, but like. 
Yeah, so it was Nirvana. That was like the band. Like, if someone says to me, what was the first band you've gone into? Nirvana, 100%. Yeah. And I remember when I was 12 or 13, when I had that like record player, I went into town, yeah. Newport Market, make criminal records. The guy, Dean Bettis, is it still there? It. Uh, it's not in the market, but it's in town now. Oh, like, cool, he, cool. Because something happened with like awesome, know, business. Yeah, you just find that like, a lot of these places like go out of business. So I was yeah, just like, yeah. is it still there? Is it mm. not? You know, it's one of those things, but yeah, that's, that's oh, great I that mean, it's still like, there. In the eighties and stuff, like we can get on that stuff later. But like, there was a big like record store called Roxine Records, and like oh, my, heard of that. my I, uncle I had like yeah. stories. He was telling me like, you know, you go to Roxine and they would like mm. print you like a band or like make you a band T-shirt, like oh, really? band oh, T-shirt oh, and patches and all that stuff. <laughs> um, but I went to Criminal Records and like the, he had like a um, like a rack thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like a wooden rack with like boxes and stuff, and you would yeah, go man. there. And I remember the first. Actually, before that, this is getting so like detailed. I love te- it's good to tell <laughs> no, this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, love it's it. Sure, it's what like, we're, for here sure. for, we're here for the um, details. I remember yeah. when my sister had a prom. Like, dude, I could probably remember what I was wearing at that time as well. Like, <laughs> but I remember when my sister was having a prom. Uh, my mum had to take her like prom dress to be like adjusted or something. Yeah, sure. And in the market round the corner, like, there's like a place that does that. So mm-hmm. I remember walking past, and this is when I was into like you know ne- I got into Nevermind and like you know all that yeah, great man. stuff. And I remember seeing on the uh, the shelf of Criminal Records was uh, Nirvana Nevermind uh, like singles vinyl box set. I was oh, like, awesome. oh my okay. god! Awesome. It was like Kurt Cobain, like David Will, Chris Novoselic. I was like, oh, that's, that's that looks so good. And it was like sixty quid. I was like, what the hell? I could never like yeah, yeah. afford that. Fuck, I think expensive. it was like an OG like you know nineties yeah, when yeah, it yeah. came out. Um, so like going from like playing everybody hurts alone mm. in your room how, how did you then you know get like a band together and start like gigging and performing you know, how did Dude, that come about that came like years like an really? eternity later oh, yeah. yeah did you play anything like you never play any like open mics by yourself or anything like that or was it just like is finding aurora the first project you've been in and this is it yeah 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 really I mean, like there's I'm, no there's been no projects fine. before no, that no, no. like no I mean, solo thing no like Dude, no, not at all. I Did mean, you jam like, with anyone else before finding Aurora? School, yeah. So yeah. school, that's how I kind of met the guys in the band yeah. and stuff. Okay. Like, oh, that's awesome. But um, yeah, so it was really that. I mean, um, yeah, my, I guess my whole journey is like discovering Nirvana then your life changes as a that's teenage crazy, kid. That's oh, crazy. Yeah, but man. I still remember that time when I bought In Utero on vinyl and it's like an orange thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out it's like a bootleg as well. So it's like a rip off <laughs> like thing. Um, st- still. Yeah, I mean, I heard that, yeah. put it on the, like my turn, this crappy old turntable thing. I was like, oh my God, like heard like the opening track, Save the Servants, the drum sounds and everything I on mean, that just, album. Is, like, is that Dave yeah. Grohl, obviously? Yeah, yeah. Are you just in? I mean, insane. Steve Albini yeah. produced and recorded the album. Oh, okay. And like, I read interviews later where he was like, you know, um, they wanted like a supernatural like sound and like it sounded like they were in the room and the album really does. Like, oh yeah, I mean, it's a great you know, album. Like it's so well produced. Super album. Like, I mean, all, all of Nirvana stuff is awesome. Amazing, right? That. It's but, just um, such a good, such a like, good it, It's masters, yeah. like the whole thing of like sounding incredibly raw, like you are in a room, but also sounds like massive. And one of the best yet, albums. Yet still yeah. produced, yeah. if that makes sense. So yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's definitely hard to find that balance. But, um, Do you know what, it's funny. I think on my Spotify wrapped for like 2019, like Nevermind was like my most played album like wow. for the whole year. Mad. Yeah, it's still mass. I'm massively into Nevermind. Yeah, and it's I like, you know, it's 2022 yeah. now and that's still just yeah. goes to show that how influential I think those, mm. yeah, those albums and stuff were. So when was Finding Aurora's first gig? How did you actually like end up booking it? Was that like, did you email them? Did like, did they ask you? Like, what was it? Well, I mean, like, uh, I think when you start and you don't have anyone or like, you know, you've just rehearsed a bunch of songs or whatever, or whatever you've written, uh, you know, you're like, oh, what do we do? We better go play a gig. So 
you know, you just do what you can, just see what's online or whatever. And yeah. I think in this day and age, you know, social media, oh, you can find this person who does this and like mm. just message them. Like, you have nothing to lose. Like even now, like, you know, a couple of years later, like we still have nothing to lose really. I mean, like mm. you just do it and you know, if you make money, yeah, you man. do, but like, you know, yeah. it's, uh, it's one of those things. So yeah, we just- So you, you emailed them, them and yeah. then basically they got the got the gig. So it's just, it's just like, although we're talking about sort of our experiences and stuff with it, it's just also making sure that if there are other people out there that are starting out and it, it can be a bit overwhelming, it's just trying to maybe give them a couple pieces of advice that maybe, you know, even it, it's it's massive how, how different it is starting out when we started to, to comparing to like how starting out oh, oh yeah, like man, today. Like, it's a totally different experience like altogether. Yeah. It's so strange. But yeah. I mean, it is good to kind of know like just the basics of like who to get in contact with, how to go about it. Like, and mm. just, just to know that there is an appetite for like people want to hear new things. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. I mean, so like, things like, I mean, if I was going to give some tips, I think the things I'd say you recommend is like, is obviously you can email people, but I think in, you're more likely when we were just, when we started out, you know, be that a few years ago, whatever it was, to have got a response. I think now people are so busy that I think emails could even be oversaturated, especially as a new band, because people only want to put on acts that can sell tickets, mm. I would say. I think now it's actually probably harder to, to get that first gig. Yeah. I think yeah. because, because the, yeah. I think the longer it goes, the longer time moves on, I think the harder it's going to be because mm. there's going to be more people on the planet. Therefore, there's going to be more you know, more competition. And there's not an increase in venues. If anything, there's a decrease in venues. Lots of places are shutting down, so it's then becoming harder again. So you can try emailing people, I'd say. You know, emailing venues, promoters, or even even if you look on a, on a venue that's near you and you think, right, let's have a look at some of the bands that have already got gigs mm. booked in. Yeah. And let's say, right, let's message them and say, oh, you know, can we can we come and be support? I mean, there's, there's that way. Because obviously messaging a venue that might be overwhelmed but you can look at their roster and say, right, they've already got these gigs booked in. Like, maybe, I'd say maybe look at, I don't know, two, three months in advance, something like that, just so you know that, you know, they might yeah, not yeah. have had supports booked already. And you can kind of like, just message them on Facebook, find them individually, Google their their band name, Google what, you know, you, you kind of have to really like try very hard, I'd say, to try, to try and like get that booking. And then maybe if you don't get a couple of responses, maybe go out to one of the shows that you were looking to try and support at, then chat to the yeah. band there. Yeah, I've always found that's the best way. Like what I've always done, like I've been playing on loads of different bands for years. It was, was just always just to like go down to the music venue, like go speak to the other bands, go speak to whoever put it on, go speak to the bar staff, speak to everyone. And just like, just t tell them what you're about, not in a forced way, but just kind of say, oh yeah, I'm in a band too. You know, I was kind of interested in playing here one day. It could sure. be fun. You know, mm. something like I do this kind of thing and, you know, I could jump on with this kind of band. And then people will take notice because, you know, they've you've made an impression and built a relationship. Yeah, 100%. I, I think that for me, it's very easy to send an email. I think it shows initiative if you actually go down to that show. It's like, oh, they've clearly yeah. made the effort. They've bought a ticket. You know, they've, they've cleared their schedule. Show your face, man. Yeah, you've shown yeah, your face. And I think that's it, a massive part. And I think for me, that's the best thing you can do. You can email, but... I'd say email is a tool that you should use to follow up after you've seen them in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than just, you know, an email, a cold email from someone that you don't know. You're not that likely to respond, I, w I would say. If, if I was the person getting an email, I've got a cold email from a band that I've never heard of. They've never shown any interest in anything I'm doing. Mm. Why would I want to respond? I yeah. wouldn't. If, if they come down to my show and they go, oh, yeah, my, that was great. Even if they thought it was, thought it was bollocks, I yeah. couldn't care. I've seen the fact that they've yeah. come down to the show. They've shown support. And, you know, 
I'm I'm way more likely to to be like, yeah, all right, yeah, go on, then we'll we'll put you on for a mm. gig. Yeah, I mean, that'd be my biggest tip is like, just go show your face, build some relationships, you know, show an interest. Be part of the scene. Yeah. I mean, what would you well. say would be like your biggest tips for like bands like starting out or trying to get their first um, gig or something like that? Go to gigs that you know that the venues are putting on. I think it's pretty simple. Like, yeah, it is and it isn't. I mean, like, I guess like you say a couple of years ago, you could just like drop someone a message or whatever and be like, ooh, do this for us. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. can you get us on this bill? Like, we've done that so many times, like, you know. But, um, you know, like, I guess the best, there's a, I think there's a few things I could, like, say, you know, from my kind of experience, just you have nothing to lose. Like, you are not, like, Oasis or, you know, this or, you know, like, yeah. you know, we're still, like, you know, we've been doing this a couple of years, but, you know, we're all kind of in the same boat, man. Yeah. Like, you know. Mm we have nothing to lose. You have everything else to gain at this point in your career or, you know, yeah, no. if it's a hobby yeah, or whatever. I guess it's like, don't be afraid to give things a try. Yeah. Like just see what works. What's the thing to do? What... Say no. Yeah. yeah oh exactly. my God. Like, you yeah, know, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, put yourself yeah. out there. So one more thing I wanted to touch on actually is once you've got that first gig, I think it's actually, it's the hardest thing to do, I'd say is get that first gig. Cause like after that first gig, I feel like it's probably like a lot easier to get gigs after that. Yeah, I mean, there's that great thing of, you know, you can meet people at your shows who maybe are looking for a support band for their next show or they know people who want to put something on and you're the right kind of fit. Or even they just, you know, they like your music enough that they may recommend you to new fans and then you have yeah. more demand for another show. Yeah, that's like it, that. man. I think you, you do that and then you post some photos online. People have seen that you've done a gig. And then once you've kind of done a few and you've maybe not established yourself, but you've got comfortable with playing and it's not like a brand new thing where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, because yeah. you, you do obviously work a lot of it out as you go. Um, one thing I would recommend actually is is then, find, like if you have any friends that are in bands that are in different cities to where you are, because that's, that's another massive thing is getting out of your hometown once you've played because it's so easy to play like every other venue in your hometown and and all you know near enough to your hometown like yeah i mean we must have played the moon in cardiff like probably at least like 25 yeah i mean we love times. it but it's like yeah. you know, you've got to you've got to try and play somewhere else yeah to, to, to try and show progression so the, the other thing i want to talk about is, is gig swapping so find a band that you know is in a different city be it bristol if you're in cardiff or you know wherever manchester london and say right if we do a headline, you can be the main support for us. They don't have to sell any tickets. They can just come down and play. And then if they do a headline in their hometown and we go to them and then we support them, we don't have to sell any tickets. Cause obviously that's the main thing is you've got to try and sell tickets, but you don't have to in this situation. They sell all the tickets and you just swap. So we did this recently with a band called Skilly Knowledge from Bournemouth, cool. right? Great band. Um, they played a blinding set at our, our mm. show in Cardiff, which is great. Just awesome. And you know, they opened for us. They didn't have to sell any tickets. No one knew who they were in Cardiff. You know, no, no, no one, they'd never played there before. Wow. So they came to what was a sold out show. They played to a hundred and whatever it was, people, hundred, 200, 300 people, oh, whatever man. was there. Yeah, they had wow. a great show too. They had a great people show. Like Everyone's like, people are moshing crazy, crazy. You know, awesome. for, for a support band. It's mental, you know. It, it was it was a really good gig. Everyone was really, it was really up for it. And then um, we we had a show booked in with them uh, to play in Bournemouth, and then they pretty much sold out the place that they were playing as well. So had we made that gig, it would have been a great gig. Yeah. Mm. I'm um, sure it would have been really. Fun. It would have yeah. been it would have been amazing. Yeah. yeah. So gig swapping is uh, is the other thing I wanted to talk about. Um, and if you've kind of started gigging, right? So the next section of the podcast, now that we've kind of given a few tips and we've spoken about past experiences, is Instagram questions. So earlier today. Sam uh, put out um, 
a thing on Instagram stories and said, ask, ask me some questions. Can be anything, you know, doing a podcast and that kind of thing. Right. Oh, we definitely can't ask that. One. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few here that I'm, uh, I'm not looking forward to. Okay. Um, there's a question. Um, I won't say who it's from. How many shish kebabs do you have per week? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, where I work and stuff, like there's a lot of like, you know, takeaway restaurants and things like that. So, um, Reggie work, you work with your dad, right? With my dad. Yeah. 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 And my uncle as well, so it's great. It's good fun, man. Like it's good work, you know. Um, but the food, so <laughs> every, you know, like lunch one till two. What am I gonna have for lunch? So there's a variety of you know um, European, you know, uh, takeaways and stuff kebab like shops, mate. There's kebab loads of kebab shops, shops. yeah, like, stuff yeah. like you know what I mean. Um, so this is actually this is really good one uh, in Newport, and it's called like Sen Bakery and Grill, man. Ooh, like brilliant, it's the place. Mm. Um, and this guy works there like every day and night. I sw- and he's the only guy who like really does, you know, the business stuff, I guess, and cooks all the food. So you go in there and uh, yeah, I, I probably like three times a week. I'll eat so a three kebabs a week. Well, I mean, oh, man, I, I don't I think I've ever even eaten a kebab sober, let alone like three <laughs> Dude, times. It's a nice. Week. I mean, the thing is I yeah. eat it and I'm still hungry. So something in my body is just like, oh yeah, yeah like, you know. Yeah, and what was it what was it you said that your uh, kebab man, kebab restaurant owner calls you when so you- So every time I go there, hand him the money, gives me the change, he goes, you're a gentleman. Oh, that's nice. With, without yeah, fail, yeah. dude. Every yeah, time yeah. we go in there, and he, and he like knows who I am now. Like, so, Most, I, I know there's one place down there, Golden Barbecue. They call me Boss Man. Boss Man. That's pretty standard though, yeah, I'd say. Yeah. That's like, I, yeah. I think Boss Man is like a... Yeah, I get I get boss. I feel like gentleman is... Gentleman? So you've like yeah. leveled up from Boss Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you've yeah. got, you've got, you've got, oh, right, Boss Man. That's like just whoever's walking in, any, any old yeah. gentleman. You are, yeah. you are level two kebab. Yeah. That's where you're at, mate. Yeah, that means that you like own shares in his kebab business. That's now. what it is. It's great. Yeah, you're yeah. a gentleman, mate. Yeah. I mean, what's above gentleman? Uh, sir. Sir. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. King. King. Yeah. King. I'd say king. I, I mean, sir, be so sir could be like, yeah. sir is just quite polite. Yeah, yeah, sir could be yeah, a, yeah. I, I'd say king. Mm. Yeah, like, king. Here's your kebab, like, king. Yeah. Here's your kebab. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. You ready for another question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Do it. Where did the name come from? Ooh. This is, As in finding Aurora. Yeah, fine. I, yeah, I didn't mean you Sam. You know, I, I pictured was like, <laughs> uh, for me, like, I guess um, growing up and stuff and obviously like, you know, through teenage years when you kind of like, um, I don't know, finding yourself and stuff a bit more. For me, like, it was important like at an early age, you know, like 13, 14 or whatever. Like I say early, like that's like early teens, you know, where like you kind of find like, you know, what you like in life. So I, you know, when I think of Aurora, I think of something, you know, really nice and like, you know, uh, meaningful to yourself you know mm-hmm. so i guess there's some meaning behind it but like yeah when i think of Roy, you think of like beautiful lights and stuff and mm. you know it was, it was all about so it's finding, like chasing that finding yeah, finding, finding that like you know what mm. is what makes you know you, what makes you tick yeah basically yeah. Mm. um it's nice something you connect with that's so. nice man because to be fair you, you 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 speak to a lot of bands and they're like oh god what's the name come from like, oh it just sounded cool yeah, and it's it's nice to actually hear something that yeah. has a bit of meaning behind it. Mm. Yeah, I mean cool. we're we're called Tom Morton and the Bottle Breakers because I broke a bottle on holiday. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally trying it, to play man. guitar. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah, was that was it. Guitar. I mean that's yeah. you know that's yeah. that's yeah. Yours is a, a lot more like yeah. I prefer yours. Poetic. I think we, I might I might make up a story that like we're all raging uh, alcoholics. Or we were. Well, I mean that's true as well. Yeah, I mean but... yeah, you are. I mean yeah. <laughs> this guy has like. He's like immune to alcohol, yeah. I swear oh. God. Apart from that one time where he threw up full chicken chunks off the bottom of my car. I, I, wasn't immune, I wasn't immune to alcohol after your show. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Oh, was that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
On the way back from your show, he was like in the car and he was just like making these strange sounds. And I was like, oh, fuck. I I didn't drink that whole night. Making strange sounds. He was. He was making some like odd noises. And I was just like. Yeah, just like grunting, groaning. I was like, "This is oh, this so is bad. bad. Like, I've so never bad. seen I've never so seen so him this bad." bad. I was like, "Mate, you're right." And he's like, mm. "And I'm like, yeah. that's not a, that's not a, a reassuring yes." Mm. So I was like, "Just do just do the window down." And I'm fucking glad I did because like he fu- he just spewed everywhere out the car. Obviously, I was like, "Mate, if you, I, I said I made yeah, it very man. clear. I was like, if you throw up in my car, not that it's a particularly great car." But I was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't blame you. It was a nasty. nasty it was like full. Oh, it was like yeah. honestly, he could have just like if there was a plate there, you could have passed that off as like chicken pasta. <laughs> like beautiful. Oh, man, yeah. that's, that's not a restaurant I want to sure go to. Sure, no. someone would buy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's awesome. Should we yeah. move on to the let's, game? Let's. Do, I want to do like, one, one or two more questions. Question? Yeah, one or two, two more questions. Um, all right. <laughs> we we definitely can't ask that. Okay, uh, we can ask this one though. Um, <laughs> okay. okay, this is a question for all of us actually. So. Whose farts smell the worst out of all of us? I mean, depends what you eat. And funny enough, I after, mean, based on what you've just said that you eat, I'd say probably, probably you. I was going to say, well, <laughs> I mean, after eating like, you know, the stuff I consume in like a week, like it's not that bad, man. Like, yeah. But from what you told us before we started this Yeah, thing, true. Yeah, I, I did have to I like- a massive- yeah, yeah. I did yeah. have to light a candle because yeah, I Yeah, it's, it's I not farted in, it's in, not it. in it's shot disgusting. anymore, but yeah, Tom lit a candle and put it there before we all came Yeah, a room. good like half hour before they came <laughs> yeah, just yeah. to make sure. I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> this is like, lethal. Oh, um, so, all right then. So we'll go with mine. I think that actually, that question was actually from my girlfriend. I think she would concur the fact that my farts fucking reek. I feel, like, I feel like it's a loaded question. It is a loaded question, 100%. She knows exactly who's worst. Right, okay. So now we move on to section three of the podcast and this uh, is a new game uh, newly named by uh, Daniel Weaver Shandy yes. Haranged over here yes thank you um, and it's called Gargaloki and for those of you that have listened to episode one and two you know exactly what we're going to do uh, for those of you who haven't this is a game where we put water in our mouths and the other people who don't have water in their mouths have to try and guess what the song is that we have to gargle a song yeah that is exactly it that is exactly yeah. it so we're going to start or Shandy's going to start oh, sorry uh, Dan's going to start Call him by his actual d- name. His actual name. name. <laughs> a man of many. My nicknames. sex name for him. Oh, oh, Edit that out. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we wouldn't tell anyone. <laughs> um, oh, right. So basically, you have to think of a song. You get some water in your mouth. You gargle it, and you kind of hum it. Not yeah. Tip is not like don't get too much water in there because it's yeah. really hard. The it's key like a water is yeah. just a little bit of water. Otherwise, it's like being waterboarded. It's yeah. not nice. Yeah, yeah. But, we've we've been, we've we've tried. So right. Shandy's gonna go. For- Dan's gonna go first. I think All right. Is it weird that I know what that is? <laughs> oh wait, is that my song? Kick around. Yeah. That was song. <laughs> The one that you produced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got it, you got it. Class. Right, sound. Give it a go. So that's the oh, idea. Give it a go. Shit. Could be anything. It could be one of your favourite songs from like a big band. Yeah. It could be something. I mean, you know, yeah, maybe you go for like a bigger song. I listen to a lot of like, <clears throat> you know, daytime radio and stuff. And I know like the songs, but I don't yeah. know who sings them. Well, you can try it and see if we know it. <sighs> mm. All right. Okay. Uh, do you want me to move the mic or something? No, no, you're fine. No, I'll, I'll, just, right. I'll boost it. 
For anyone that's watching on YouTube, uh, you will have noticed that our our second camera died, so we've now gone to one camera, and we you, you just get us now. There's no back and forth. Um, right, so we were now uh, we were coming to you uh, on your Gargaloki round. So yeah. what's the song? Actually, no, don't tell us the song. Can we guess it? Yeah, don't fucking do that. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay. What's the song? Uh, okay. Oh my. <laughs> I'm just thinking of what it would sound like in my head. Just do it, mate. even, even just if it's fucking it, bollocks. Man. Just do it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go again. Wait, I wasn't expected to be the so. The singer I'm doing is like you know. Uh, wait, do that and just like mm. come forward a bit more. Bro, Angry Birds. I don't know. <laughs> it does. But I, I, I couldn't. Don't even you want to sing death. another line? Yeah, please. I don't. Honestly, Matt, I don't think I'm gonna get that. <laughs> Mate, it's going to my nose. Any guesses, Reeve? Uh, is it Shape of You, Ed Sheeran? <laughs> <laughs> Not, oh, not, not a clue. Not Did a clue. you know Ed Sheeran was in Game of Thrones, guys? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I have no idea what was what that. What was it? Tell us. That was ACDC Back in Black. Was it? <laughs> back in Black! Oh, do you know what? Sack. Yeah, I can hear it now. Nah, I can't hear it. Back in Black! Oh, <clears throat> right, this is a slightly more obscure one. You might get it. Okay. You might not. Depends on how good your like 2005 pop culture is. Oh no, 2005? I don't know. It could be wrong. Funny enough, it's absolutely terrible. So. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe more 2010. Oh, that's my favorite. Um, oh, I know. Okay, I've got it. Okay. <laughs> Big difference. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Do it up a key. Asad, Asad, hang on. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> No, that was solid though. <laughs> and no one could get that. Hang on. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 nah, it's not even. Go on, go I on. don't even know. Is it by Tiny Temper? No, I was going to do that though. Oh. I was going to okay, do that's that. That's interesting. Um, it was actually yeah. my attempt at playing uh, Ayaz Replay. I don't even know that. Do you not? Like, what even is? <laughs> oh, right. I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't have given you the oh, name. No, I mean, I do that. I'm really shit at this game. So this is just basically a game of watch me gag. What's the name of the yeah. person? Uh, Ayaz. Ayaz. Mate. Yeah. Yeah. Class. I, I, I do remember the song though. Yeah. We anyway, well, we'll do one more round. One more round. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Right. <clears throat> it's probably not our, our cup of tea, but you should be able to guess it. Yeah. Oh, baby, Justin Bieber. Oh, oh I got that line. Man. Yeah, good good play. Yeah, thank good you. Play. Thank that you. That was good. That was good. Right, Samo. I've been practicing. Give me another song. Oh, I just can't gargle. I'm just not good at gargling. Dude, it, it's like. So when, when you yeah. do it and like for the people watching like when I was doing it then like oh this is super easy like but then mm. when we heard you when I heard you do it I was like just sounds like I, mean, I, I am I am really bad at it by the way like uh, we, we've definitely I didn't think you would be good at it I mean who the hell well, does he this was, like he was, in his spare time well, I, don't know. I, I am the gargle master man. yeah it's just the gargle Oki champion like, oh, yeah. by uh, two years <laughs> running um, right okay 
Come on, come on, come on. Oh man, oh man. This is this is going well. Oh man! Oh mate, that full on like. So uh, there goes my uh, my microphone. That's yeah, good. For, for anyone listening and not watching the video, like Dude. just water went just so yeah. far in the air, all over. The right. Based on that, I'm I'm gonna guess in the night garden theme tune. Uh, no, <laughs> mate. It's just. Could, could I have a clue of some kind? Like, what's the uh, the guy with glasses? The singer. Oh fuck! There's loads of them. Oh my god! I can't believe I just did that. Oh, don't worry about it, mate. It's yeah, fine. Don't worry about it, mate. <laughs> oh, mate I, I couldn't. I couldn't no, no idea. Guess. I couldn't even. Please, piano. Is it Elton, Elton John? John? It is Elton John. What the fuck yeah, the was song the song? Was is it Holy Dancer? Um, surely no. you would have gone. Da, 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 da. No, after <laughs> after ACDC, like yeah. I, don't know, I was doing the high thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll sing the lower bits. Oh, honestly, I I oh, don't even think I'm gonna make it through uh, a song. No, go on, mate. Um, all right. So for anyone that watched episode two, you might get this because um, it's the same song but different. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> Any guesses? <laughs> no. <laughs> is it um, Bar Bar Black Sleep? It is. Slash Twinkle Twinkle oh Little God. Star. Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man. That was fun. What did you think? Of, what did you think of Gargaloki? I was uh, up to you. It was it? interesting. I think yeah. it's the first time I've done it in my life, and I spat water all of uh, you guys. So yeah. that was that's good. That was good fun. Success. Yeah, I would that, say. That was yeah. fun. Successful. Let's do it more right. often. So we want to ask you real quick. Um, what are you and finding? Well, what is finding Aurora up to at the moment? Um, what can we expect for 2022? Have you kind of got like some releases plans and new music, some new shows? Give us all the fucking goss. Okay, so, I mean, obviously, like, with COVID and all that stuff, like, you know, things are, like, ooh, always up in the air. So, like, we, we're doing stuff at the moment. So, um, obviously, we got a new song uh, recorded. You know, we work for yourself. Um, that's going to be coming out soon. You know, new music. Do we get the uh, the name of the song or not yet? Uh, no. Ooh. I like to keep things secret, man. Keep when, when, roughly, when is it coming out? The next two months. Okay. So oh, yeah, ne next two months, we'll have a new track out. So really excited because this is like, you know, I won't give too much away because I kind of like to reel people in and be like, ooh, I've got this, mm -hmm. and this you know what I mean? Um, but it, it, obviously, you know, obviously you know what it's like. It's mm -hmm. a very much... Um, a it's different, different view, isn't it? For sure, man. And I like, you know, what we've written in this track. I'm like, oh, I'm into it. Like it's yeah. super, you know, different and it's got a different like, um, I guess like emotional aspect to the song in a way yeah it's you know, more even like, through the chords and like you know the chords we were playing and mm. uh just like the drums and everything like it's a it's an emotional like rock heavy rock ballad I yeah would it's say. more it's oh, more nice like one. melodic yeah. right for sure than like your other stuff yeah, like yeah. melody orientated rather than just like riff orientated mm. whereas like a lot of the other stuff is just like let's write a big fucking heavy riff everyone goes mental they know the drill yeah whereas with this one is is like you you are definitely focusing more on like drawing out the the sort of like yeah the melody and stuff and kind of um yeah it is, it is more emotional i'd say as well mm. like 
Yeah, I mean, it'd be really nice to hear some stuff like that, you know, from you guys. It's yeah. probably one of my favorites, actually. Really I think it well. Thanks, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. not lucky enough to have listened to it yet. You haven't, I'm you haven't very heard much it. looking forward to it. Very much looking it. forward to I it. I mean, yeah, it's like you say, it's <coughs> like we obviously chatting about earlier and stuff. You know, you've got to try different things as an artist to keep things yeah. refreshing because, mm-hmm. you know, how many, like, you know, I mean, ACDC wrote like the, the same, same kind album. of song, but yeah. like for every yeah. album, but you know, that's what they do. But I mean, like, you know, they wouldn't write like Bo Rap, you know what I mean? Or, yeah, like, yeah. I'll tell you, I'd love to hear that. I would hey, too. I mean, same. I'd pay good money to see is it that. Brian Jones singing Bohemian Rhapsody. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean, Brian Jones. <laughs> it is Johnson, isn't it? John- that was a guy oh. from the Rolling Stones, Brian oh, Jones. Oh, good. That's so bad. But um, Bro- you know, yeah. you've got to try different things, and like, I think for us, we can do like the heavy rock shit, and like, you know, yeah. keep it like. Oh, that's yeah. like your main thing, right? Yeah, for sure. But mm. I think you know we can incorporate elements of that also in with something you know quite beautiful and yeah. you know something you could translate to an acoustic guitar you know and i'm an mm. acoustic version but then you've got like a big rock track you know and it's like i think when you can do that like you've kind of got you know a recipe yeah for I, I agree man i think it's actually interesting that i mean i'm a big fan of royal blood but they went to go and see a tribute act of themselves right mm-hmm. they went to go and see a royal blood tribute act and they said they felt exhausted after watching it and it inspired them to write their third album to make, because basically they, they said they felt exhausted because they felt that like, it was all so high energy. Every mm. single song, the entire set was just like, fuck, like in your face. And they were like, whereas for a while, that's what they wanted to do. But if they're going to go for like longer sets and they're playing like an hour and a half, two hour shows, you know, they need some diversity. And I think that's kind of what they realized by almost watching themselves. In a, oh no, it's not, you know, it's not themselves, but it's the closest thing they're probably going to get without watching a video. Mm. you know, to, to, to being live. They went to go and watch these tribu- this tribute act and they and they wrote the third album, I think kind of based off that entire experience. They just wanted to diversify, diversify, diversify. And um, yeah, just kind of do something different. And well, it's just, I always say, it's so nice to get like bands that have a bit of variety. Like they try new things. Like they just are not afraid to yeah. just experiment a little bit. Yeah, they don't stick in their, in their, in their lane and they, they yeah. try different things. And I think that was, yeah, yeah that's that's huge. Especially like, you know, for Super yourself with this next song. Like, I think you know, that's great. Like, only yeah. certain bands can write the same album, like those ACDC yeah. people, yeah, those bands. Man. But like you know, it's um, yeah, like you've got to be, you've got to test the waters, man. Otherwise, yeah, how do you grow as an artist and, and as a song? I don't really class myself as a songwriter. Well, you or are a guitar but, player, like oh, you are. You know, well, I, I've uh, seen you play guitar and you have written songs, so, so therefore say, you are yeah. both. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I think like oh, like you've got to try different stuff, man. Yeah. Like Nirvana, like. I always refer to them because, you know, they had like three or four albums, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. and you know, you go from the first album, Bleach, which was like a super like low budget, you know, uh, grunge album. Mm. Then it's like, they went to like pop rock grunge, you know what I mean? And it changed in utero. They went back to their roots a lot more, you know, even with the Beatles, you know, all these famous bands and stuff. Prince Prince is a perfect example of someone. When you think the Beatles were only around for a few years, like the the amount of variety they had in everything. Mental. Like it's almost kind of like you could listen to two different albums and be like, is this the same band? But then obviously the more you get familiar with them, the more you get to know their songwriting traits. And then you're like, oh, of course it's the same band because it's like, you know, you know, the way they write the songs, their melodies, their choices of rhythms and stuff like that, Mm. you know, um, are generally consistent. But then of course, like this just sound, and then there are some songs that are just like totally different, you know, and that's what made them, you know, you, you can, you can find your niche and then that'll take you up to a certain point. And then it's then how you develop and kind of like change and adapt to once you've got there is how long you stay up there, I'd say. 
Because yeah, otherwise, yeah. it's like if you're just kind of doing the same thing, same thing, same thing, you're just going to keep going down because people have heard it. Yeah. They get bored. People want new sounds from the people. You know, I mean, again, there are like a few exceptions, like uh, uh, a few. What's the fucking word I'm looking for? Exceptions. Exceptions. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, there are a few exceptions to that, like I said, with ACDC and stuff like that. But generally, I think you're in a world now where you need to be, you need to have variety. You need to be, be able creative, to pull man. different songs. Yeah out the hat, you know, for, for, you know, in a show that you want to have a song that people just stand there and sing and sing back to you, you know, and then then you want, if you, you know, if the majority of your set wants to be fucking mad, everyone's smashing their head against each other. Great. That's fine. But you then do need, you know, a moment where it, it chills out a little bit so then they can recharge and they can then go again. You know? Yeah, I mean, my favorite artists have always been ones that kind of have a lot of variety. You know, like obviously the Beatles and like David Bowie was a huge one yeah, for that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. And um, more recently, like bands like Foles. Yeah. Like every album oh, is so different. Foles are incredible. Yeah, man. they're their incredible. Their new single, Wake Me Up, I put it on. I was like, <laughs> so good, isn't it? Yeah, just yeah. first time I heard it easy, bro. Like, holy crap. That yeah, was like, man. you know, disco, like super, super disco. No one yeah, can argue with that. Man. That song is But like, the production was like yeah. gritty and dirty, which made it kind of like, made it them. The yeah, production yeah. is like that thing on that song yeah. where I was like, you know, had that been produced by Mark Ronson, that could have been totally different, you know? Mm, oh my God. So it's like the production, I think, on that, on that song is a testament to how, you know, the producer understood their sound. They, they understood that they were going for something different, mm. but still wanted to keep that yeah. in the realms of what Folds yeah. are about. Because Folds are quite a big entity. If you look at like, you know, yeah, the kind of different sure, stuff, they, what they yeah. do, and they're not just one thing, you know, but I think, yeah, that song, I, I agree. I think it was, a, it was a great new direction that I think mm. is, is, is. Yeah, I is, really liked it. It's like, awesome. it's like they did that mm. whole two-part album thing. where the, That was what, fucking awesome. The oh, yeah. first part of the album. Everything Not Save is of, Lost. What a yeah, title. Part one, yeah. part what a great title great for the yeah. album. So the second part was like really like rock and kind of in your face. And then the first part was more. Traditional falls? Well, I, I, it was kind of like synthy a lot of it. Like kind of yeah. dancey and it was. Mm. Which I think is maybe what some like hints are like their earlier stuff. Like some of their stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's that's kind of what I wanted to, to talk about for that. So yeah, you've got lots of any any gigs coming up? Uh, nothing planned at the moment, but the end of the year is looking. I see end of the year like I guess nothing announced yet. Nothing announced yet. Yeah, yeah. Stuff's gonna works. be happening, gigs to be announced. Stuff will yeah. be happening. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing it. I mean, as I said, like you guys are honestly one of my favorite live bands. Thanks, like, I remember the first Agreed, time yeah. that yeah. I remember the first time that I saw you guys and I've seen you a few times since you did this great thing where you were all wearing like matching white. Was it, were they border suits? Oh yeah. 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 And um, dickies, we did man. this, you did this great thing where like, I came into the front row and you were stood like on this box, you're like up in the air and um, <laughs> like you were getting people, well, you got me to do it as well. Yeah. Like, put my hand like on your guitar neck to like fret, something and then you like, like play it as well play the and note. you know you really nailed the whole like audience participation mm. and everyone was just having such a good time like lifting you, you know? up you were great. like playing guitar mid-air Fucking yeah. class, man. Yeah, well yeah, i think yeah. you know like if you saw me like when i was in high school i was like this like shell of my you know yeah well, who you like, are now really yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah, I mean, percent. Like, wearing like a bootleg Nirvana T-shirt, listening to everybody dude, hurts. That was me as a kid. <laughs> that was me. Like you know, and I, yeah, you know yeah. every time yeah. like. Funny enough, back to what we were chatting before, like I would look forward to going to school because I could listen to my Inutero CD in my dad's car on the way to school. And I'd listen to the <laughs> oh, same nice. CD every morning. It was great. And like, and then, you know, like you say, like where I was then as a person, you know, and how shy I was, like, you know, even when I was like mm. playing guitar for like a couple of years and we were doing the school concerts, I was super like, you know, head down, like yeah, no like charisma at all, man. Like just didn't yeah. have that. It's, it's rare that I think that that comes as like first nature. Mm. I think that's something you have to learn. It's like stagecraft. I don't yeah. think someone, I mean, it, it is a rarity. I'd say that if someone comes out the box, 
They've got everything. They, they can sing. They can move around the stage. Yeah. They know exactly what to do when they're when they're on stage. You know, and I suppose it, it comes like it comes down to like a lot of the stuff that you're influenced by. I think Nirvana aren't like I wouldn't say like Kurt Cobain was like a Freddie Mercury. Oh no, do you know what I mean he no, he no, liked no, to no, kind of no. just play his songs. Everyone would go f- fucking mental. Like there was yeah. a bit of that interaction, but it wasn't so much that he was like controlling them like yeah. in the palm of his hand. Like, was, him, he was a really right? intense performer. Though, yeah, right? he was. Yeah, yeah. Like, smashing sure, guitars up and all sorts yeah. of crazy that's great. stuff. That's, that's, that's what, kind of that's what rock and roll is. Man. Yeah, like, yeah, a lot of angst and a lot yeah. of. Like, yeah. It's kind of the flip side of the <clears throat> like frontman thing is you get the angsty performer and the like you know the Freddie Mercury yeah. that Dude. are really full of. Let me from Motorhead. He's another one. Yeah, just gets up there, bottle of JD. He's just like he's on one man. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was. But like, like say you know. From where I was, I guess as a person and, and as a mu- musician, I say that so lightly every time. But you but know, you are a mu- I don't know. You are a musician, so like, yeah. as I said, I've I heard you play music and Therefore, write music. You are a musician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but uh, yeah, so it's it's crazy, man. And that just came through. Like, uh, I think the thing that set it off me was I did the the like a hundred meter sprint. I say did really lightly. You'll know why now. Yeah. So <laughs> I did this okay. thing this uh, sprint, 100 meter sprint. And it was a whole school. It was in like the, the stadium. Oh, like or sports whatever. day type thing. Yeah, it was a, ma- a big sports day. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, sign me up, man. I was pretty like, I used to do a bit of running and stuff. Yeah. And I remember going down and he had me do this, like the start sprinters do where they're like, you know, oh, yeah, they go oh, down yeah, and they yeah. like run. And uh, their ass in the I was like, oh my God, I've done this before. And my friend, Sam, I'm really like tight with now. Like he's a really cool guy. He comes to the gigs and all. Mm-hmm. Um, he 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 like does this man like he's like an athlete I would say like um, super quick guy and he was next to me and I thought oh yeah this is gonna be sick so I did it I took two steps I fell over <laughs> face first in front of the whole school I oh, shit you not man like ask anyone and they'll yeah. know um, and I fell over on the floor in front of the whole school and I was just left there like staring into like oh, the, the abyss of this like tarmac running track oh. I was like. And the PE teacher came in and he's like, dude, you've got to, you've got to go. He said, go, go, go. So I got it and I ran and I finished the race. And I was like, well, if I could fall over in front of the entire school, pretty much, surely mm. I can just, you know, sing a song yeah. or whatever. Like, That's a great story. Do you know what? Yeah. I, I feel like we were very similar in high school. I just <laughs> get the sure vibe we that we both friends, embarrassed man. ourselves in front yeah. of hundreds of people. Yeah. <laughs> unintentional, yeah, by the way. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's unintentional. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, that was kind of the thing that set my confidence off a lot more, I guess from then upwards, you know, in the late years of high school, like I became a lot, you know, a lot more confident in myself and said yes to more opportunities and things. Yeah. It's like those those moments can either make or break you. I think, I think you can either like that, that can happen and you can either go, right. I've now learned from this and I'm going to go, well, if I can do this, then doing something that maybe was scaring me before might not seem so scary because I've, I've now experienced what in your head at the time is probably the most embarrassing thing that could possibly ever happen. Right. But that can also send you the other way where it's like you then go further into that shell. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and it's good that, you know, you kind of came out the other end of it and you kind of look at it that way. And I think that's, that's definitely a good attitude to have. And we can talk about this forever. I want to ask you two more questions. The first one is if you weren't a musician, what would you be? Ooh, I mean, God, that's a good one. I mean, I feel like everyone has that like alter like mm. personality. I mean, I feel like I know what your answer would be. Oh, well, this yeah. would be yeah, interesting. I mean, just owner of a kebab shop. <laughs> no, no, I mean, Selling chicken cheese, man. I mean, that yeah. would be fun because yeah. I could like eat the leftovers yeah, yeah. and stuff. I would say, um, I don't know. I would, something fun. Um, I like, I don't really have much interest in like, normal things would like, it be like you know would it be like manual labor or like what what would you want to be if you were a musician i would 
something crazy. So like maybe like I don't know, like a, a rally car driver. Or oh really? Something cool, man. I, I like cars and stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, who does? Do you have any like, experience in being that, or is that just something that you like? Do you have you done it before? No, like just plain like just something you'd like ideally stuff, you'd like, you'd like I mean, to be. It does look like a good time. Yeah, it does I mean, look like rally racing would be cool if I was like good at it. I, I probably suck. I can barely drive as it is. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean, like, but yeah, like something cool like that, or like I kind of like thought like architecture was a really cool okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, and okay, design, so like you know, building, building design things, man. Like uh, the obvious um, choice is a rally driver or an architect. Yeah, yes. two yeah. completely like yeah. you know. I feel like you know when you can design something as as amazing. It's as still like, kind of creative though, isn't it? Yeah, For sure. Like definitely. I think I've always when I first started playing guitar, like that creative edge kind of clicked on a bit, and like I enjoyed doing. You know, I I can't really paint or draw, man. Like yeah, I suck. You know what I mean? I'm I can barely write that. letters. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that like, yeah. but you You're know, something, That's good. something mm. creative, like even in like I don't know woodwork or something like something. Yeah. Co- I like engaging things and touch. You know, and so it'd be physical, maybe yeah, something like that. For yeah, for sure, man. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, interesting. For sure. interesting. Okay, really that's cool. Right, mm. and then finally to end the podcast, I would like you to shout out your favorite local music from the last week. Anything you've been listening to in the last week that you like and you want to shout out, go. Okay, well, there's a few bands. So uh, French Alps Tiger. Yeah. Uh, great Those guys are great. We, we saw them. them. Yeah, yeah, we saw them. They, they, they supported you. Class, I've got um, one of their cassettes. Yeah. Me too. I, I got a t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we messaged them and I was like, I've heard this band before, like, you know, over the last two years. And like, they've got a really like good, like, you know, when I listen to their music, it's kind of like being in a house party with a bunch of like, cool indie rock kids and mm-hmm. you're all like I don't good know good sound isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah they've got a really like fun uh, you know it's, it reminds me of like being an early teenager the sound I love it yeah uh, mm-hmm. that band is really good any song um, in particular they're the one about I have to tell a lie that one their biggest one on yeah. Spotify like that's a really yeah. good track yeah um, yeah they're a great band I really enjoyed seeing them when we did and really nice people too yeah so they are yeah they were lovely yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess in other like small like new bands across the UK, the Mysterines for me are like the mm. best band in the UK at the moment. They're like, great, man. They're super so like good. heavy Queens of the Stone Age, but you know a girl singing it all. It's oh, amazing. Her vocals man. are like Dude. so good. I mean, she, she just sounds mm. like she smokes a hundred fags a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She probably. I mean, she might do. She's got um, a great rasp. Oh, to it her just voice sounds. Honestly, I've, yeah. I've never heard a voice like it. Like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's so proper, unique. It's, it's so the great. first. Proper like, seeing you guys, it's the first band I've heard in like a long time where I'm like. Oh, they've this, actually made they, you they're like... something, and it's good because, like I say, it's like, oh well, what if, what if you know, a girl fronted Queens of the Stone Age, you know, and awesome, this man. is kind of what it is, and it's like, oh my god, this is like, the but they're still their own thing though. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I, yeah, Queen, yeah, yeah, Queens aren't maybe something mm. that I would have drawn on immediately. I can definitely see the influence in there, but yeah. I think, yeah, it's just like that, that like heavy Dude, rock thing like, is female is fronted yeah, bands. Like I think they're blowing like you know the ass off like. If you look at bands. like you yeah. know like Wolf Alice, oh, they're, they're incredible band. an amazing incredible album band. last year. Yeah, like, yeah, you can't it, deny like female fronted music. It needs more. It just, there needs to be more yeah. like for yeah, sure more man. representation. Mm, I think for definitely. sure. I mean, I it's just it's like, nice to kind of hear like the female perspective. You know, yeah, just, it's it's just great to hear. Oh man, just so many good bands. So so many. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. What about you guys, man? Like. Well, I mean, well, somebody I've, I've been listening to who's a local Cardiff guy, just like, it's just so nice. I just have such a fond memory of seeing them in the moon. <laughs> like, I, I saw him play in the moon a while, but it's uh, Sunny Winnebago, just like really just chilled out, beautiful, like acoustic guitar playing, like really nice, delicate melodies, sort of similar to like a, you know, a Jack Johnson. Kind yeah, of like you, you could easily, kind of you could be, you could be smoking a split on like, I don't know, like a hammock, like yeah. on a beach. 
and you'd just be that's the kind of music you'd want playing right yeah man i just walked in and i heard it play and i was just like i was just instantly in a better mood yeah you know I mean? yeah yeah, it, yeah. It, it was just so just chilled nice. out and nice i remember they were all sat on the floor of the stage oh, when I saw them. Do you yeah that? i was yeah. there yeah nice. i don't know why i hadn't clicked but i remember that that was yeah they were sat on the floor and it, like, I think it was one guy had like a little keyboard, right? Yeah, and then yeah. he was like, like on a ukulele or like a little guitar. Yeah. Or so something. there was a couple of guys on stage. Yeah, great. It was great. Oh, yeah, that was that was great. So I really nice. enjoyed that yeah. movie actually. Yeah, I mean, check out the song uh, "Little Sun." It's it's just beautiful. Like there's some really really nice acoustic sort of fingerstyle guitar playing. Again, beautiful vocal melodies. The whole vibe of it is just really really nice. Yeah, and just relaxing. Mate, really enjoyable. Music for the bar. Yeah, it's bath, music. Bath, bath. It's, it's music for your Friday night when you don't want to go out and see anyone. That's it. You know what I mean? Just stay that in and it. relax by yourself. I hope, I hope that time. we don't mean yeah. any offense by that. Like that's actually like a very good thing. Yeah, you just want to stay in and just like chill out. Like maybe have some friends over. Eat yourself like, to death. With, have like, some nice toast. Yeah, yeah. Just have a night in for yourself. A bit of me time with Sunny. Bit of me time. Yeah, yeah. Bit of me time. Yeah. That's what we want. Um, you know what? I'll second that. And then I was, yeah, I, was, I actually, I really, I really enjoyed like watching that, watching that. I mean, it was a while back, but um, yeah, that, that was great. And then for me, my, my personal, I've actually been spinning this a lot, like since it came out. Um, but recently again, this week, TJ Roberts, mm, right? Okay. I've yeah. never seen them live, but I know, I think I got turned on to them because Tom from Buzzard produced the song. Okay. So I, I follow like a lot of stuff that he does and I like his production style yeah, and I think too. it sounds great. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure it was either this song or he's produced some songs uh, for them before. And I remember like listening to it and thinking like it had a really great like sound to it and the, the production to it was it was like it was kind of like the whole thing that Buzzard have. It's, it's retro, but they've kind of done it in a modern way. But I'm like, yeah, it just works for me. I think it's a really, really good song. Um, great melodies. Uh, drums sound great as well. Drums sound really, really nice. good. Um, but yeah, that's my shout out for the week. Right. So we would like to end this podcast by asking Sam, past tense of run. Ran. Incorrect. Ren. Ren. Good night. Ren. No, run. <laughs> well, actually, actually, before we go, before we go, I just want to ask Sam, is there anything you want to plug? Socials, music out um, there at the moment that you recommend people should listen to? There's a lot, but I would say go listen to these guys. What a prick. Um, Don't do that. Go listen to us, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's, the, yeah. that's what we're getting at, mate. <laughs> it's know, you. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Go check out Finding Aurora on all social media. Uh, it's Finding Aurora UK on pretty much all of the social media accounts. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. Go check out all their, their music videos. All that good stuff. Listen to them on Spotify. In about five years, they can buy a Freddo. Uh, yeah, good night. See you in a bit. Thank you. Ren. Ren, <laughs> Ren. Smells bad.